the one commodity that is most valuable on this earth is time. Time to love, time to live. From the moment the human body is born, it begins dying. I don't think you you quite caught that. Let me say it again. From the moment the human body is born, it begins dying. Some happen faster. Some happen slower. Some of us help them go faster. And some of them prevent it from happening sooner than later. Coach Hyde coming to you live on the field of life. How many seconds, how many minutes do we waste every day doing things that are nowhere near the goals and aspirations and passions that we have inside how many times do you go through the course of a day and realize did I do anything I set out to do today write down those goals each and every day no matter if it's two goals a day if you can accomplish those then you're doing more than just making it through the day you are living and achieving your dreams You know, as inspirational speakers, we don't want to just talk to you. We want to live that as well. I've done that in my life as well. Find time to better yourself. Read, explore, research, live life. Do things you've never thought of doing before. That's what it's all about. When you're born, that's that date that they put on the left side of the tombstone. (laughs) When you die... They put another date on the right side of the tombstone. But that dash in the middle is the most important thing on that tombstone. That is a line that throughout that entire time frame, you were able to impact and touch others' lives. You were able to leave your mark on this earth. You were able to build a legacy that nobody could change. You were able to have it to where people remember who you are no matter what. When you're living for that dash in the middle, you're going to remember your why. <laughs> your why, why you're here. Not, not the why, why did you do something. Your why, your, your reason for getting up in the morning. Your reason for pushing yourself past the brink of exertion and giving up. Your reason for moving on and, and, and getting things done in life. That dash in the middle. That's the thing that pushes you. Just just stop for a second. Write down your why. What, what are you doing this for in life? If your why doesn't make you cry, then that's not your why. Again, if your why doesn't make you cry, then that's not your why. Your why should be something so big that it moves your family tree. Your why should be something so big that it changes the whole outlook on how things are with you and your home, your family, your religion, your purpose. Think about your passion. Think about your opportunities. And that's how you find your purpose. OPP. When that why meets up with your passion, your opportunity, your purpose... Then you'll find out. The most important day in your life is the day you remember why you were born. I want to explain to you how you can live an easy life, you know? Accomplishing goals and being successful and going out in the world, and that's tough. 
The only way to live an easy life is to basically give up on all your dreams and aspirations and just sit around doing nothing. Shit that is easy is not worth accomplishing. Therefore, a life that is easy is not even worth living. Nothing in this world is worth having or doing unless it means effort, pain, and difficulty. Would you listen to me, you listen to me good. You are going to die. All of you. You, all your friends, your family, everyone you know, everyone you care about is going to die. If you love life, do not waste time because time is what life is made of. So if you respect and appreciate the time that you've been given, why aren't you out there doing what you want to do? What you need to be telling yourself is, it's unacceptable to be sitting around and procrastinating. And I no longer want to be a loser. I no longer want to be average. I know what it is that I want, and I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to get it. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. You've got to be willing to work off for three hours of sleep, two hours. If you really want to be successful, some days you're going to have to stay up three days in a row. But you don't need to. If you don't really want it. How badly are you wanting success? Rather than actually working towards your dreams, a lot of you are just thinking about it. I have high hopes for everybody watching this. I want to remember your name. It is not the things we do in life that we regret on our deathbed. It is the things we do not. Because I assure you, I've done a lot of really stupid things. None of them bother me. All the mistakes and all the dopey things and all the times I was embarrassed, they don't matter. Find your passion. And in my experience, no matter what you do at work, what you do in official settings, that passion will be grounded in people. And it will be grounded in the relationships you have with people and what they think of you when your time comes. In the teeth of these stupefying odds, it is you and I, in our ordinaries, that are here. But one thing I can tell you, I do every single day of my life, is I try to find somebody else to change their life. I waited till 39 to get married because I had to wait that long to find someone where her happiness was more important than mine. And if nothing else, I hope that all of you can find that kind of passion and that kind of love in your life. Thank you. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. 
It's from an old Chinese proverb. Most people have heard it or have come across it at some point. And the meaning's pretty straightforward, right? It advocates having the courage to take that step towards a goal. And that's huge. You know, making that decision to move forward towards something you want. But it's what happens immediately following that first step that I'm interested in. What happens when the journey has begun? And it's you and your goal. And all of a sudden you realize how long that road ahead really is. Now this is a turning point for a lot of people. And those who can succeed are able to take their daunting, intimidating goal or journey and see it for what it really is. Just a bunch of small, manageable tasks strung together. You know, when you look at why people quit, a lot of the time it's because they were overwhelmed by their goals and ambitions. Let's say you have, you know, this wonderful plan in your head to climb a mountain. You're thinking about that feeling of being on top, looking down with pride. Every time you think about it, your heart starts racing. So you pack your stuff, you make your way down to the base of the mountain, and then you look up. Different ball game, right? Now the entire mountain's in front of you, and you realize that that's no small feat. That is when people walk away. When they aren't able to see a challenge as a sum of tiny steps, they see it as a crazy, impossible task. It's like saying you want to be the next Tom Brady or Kobe Bryant. It's a tall mountain to climb. It's like trying to hit a target from a mile away. But if you can identify and map out what you need to conquer in order to become a better basketball player or football player and begin taking those small steps, improving every day, that makes dreams real. That's what gives goals life. The ability to see your objective not as a marathon, but as a series of little 400-meter stretches. Stepping stones. You know what your objective is today, tomorrow, the end of the week, and the end of the year. And completing them day by day, these little victories, that's what gives your dream life. It's what gives you momentum. You feel good about the process. And by the way, when things blow up in your face, which happens every so often on this little place we call Earth, you'll have that foundation and that sense of accomplishment to stay focused because your approach is tangible and it's realistic. This applies with everything. Losing a job, a breakup, failing a test. These things are monumental if you allow them to be. You know, they can turn into that unclimbable mountain. Or they can roadmap a new path for you. And if you define what you want, you define success and begin stepping towards it one hour, one day at a time, you'll get where you want to be quicker than you thought. What changes our whole life is action. Why don't we take action? Fear. What do we got to do to get ourselves to do it? We got to make sure that we push ourselves through it by making a decision. The point in which change happens is a decision. Every change in your life that you want will come from something simple, a decision. People go, what does it take to change? Decide. If I persist, if I continue to try, if I continue to charge forward, I will succeed. I will persist until I succeed. 
I was not delivered unto this world in defeat, nor does failure course in my veins. I am not a sheep waiting to be prodded by my shepherd. I am a lion, and I refuse to talk, to walk, to sleep with the sheep. Don't be a follower, be a student. Take advice, but not orders. Take information, but don't let somebody, you know, order your life. Not to do what someone else says. Take what someone else says. Process it. Think about it. Ponder it. It makes you wonder. It makes you think. And it's valuable. Then, when you go take action, make sure that the action is not what somebody told you. Make sure the action is the product of your own conclusion. But I'm exactly where I wanted to be because I realized I got to commit my very being to this thing. I got I to gotta breathe it. I got to eat it. I got to sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you, the world is yours. Stay out of the clutches of mediocrity. Invent yourself. And then reinvent yourself. Change your tone and shape so often that they can never categorize you. Reinvigorate yourself and accept what is. Be self-taught and reinvent your life because you must. It is your life and its history and the present belong only to you. People that will try and take your energy and positive vibes away are only here to make you stronger, not weaker. So you must understand this. You have the power to allow others to control you or not. Everybody that comes in and out your life is put in place for a reason. If this world was just a totally happy place with no struggle, then you wouldn't learn how to gain strength, gain the courage, learn from your mistakes, and survive through pain. Everybody is put in place in your life for you to succeed, not to fail. You know, I never want to be that 9-to-5 person that just lives my entire life working 9-to-5 and just be happy with a modest lifestyle. Um, you know, being secure, a lot of people, that's all they want. They just want a secure lifestyle, um, you know, own a house, you know, and be able to retire, and that makes them happy, you know. And I just believe that we should always be, always be pushing, you know, to achieve more, to become more, you know. And sitting at a job, the same job for 30 years, is not something I would ever choose to do. In the society, you know, we, we are taught to go to college and get a job. That's what we're taught. If you become a doctor or a lawyer, you're successful, you know, but most of the time you still have a boss, you still have someone, you know, telling you what to do, and you still have a schedule you have to stick to, um, you know, so it's not much different than working at McDonald's. I mean, it's just you're making more money, but you're still in the same exact situation. And, you know, working at McDonald's is not something I would choose to do, or the same scenario, making more money. You know, to me, you got to enjoy what you're doing, and, you know, to have the lifestyle and the freedom to do what you want when you want, you know, is the most incredible thing. A lot of people don't understand it. you got to work hard at whatever you do, whether you're working for someone else or working for yourself. And if you want to put that in, you know, you're going to end up being successful. You can't be satisfied, but that's what keeps us going. You know, when you become content, then life's over. And the mentality is what's going to make things happen. You know, is having that mentality to never give up, keep pushing forward, and trying to accomplish your goals, and hopefully you have more goals. 
constantly trying to move on to bigger and better things and trying to improve ourselves in every area. You really have to believe what you're doing is working. You know, it's very important to believe. You have to believe to achieve. If you're doing something and you're not 100% confident in what you're doing, you're going to fail. You know, someone who is doing something maybe not 100% correctly, but they truly believe in their mind that they're doing the best they could possibly do and they believe what they're doing is the best possible scenario, I think they're going to have a lot more success than someone that is doing it 100% right but aren't positive in what they're doing. You know, the mind is the most powerful tool we have. And, in order to be a winner, you have to lose. You know, you, you know that's 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 how you learn. You know, one day I may is telling me you better get out there and you know start busting your ass. You know, going forward and never stop, don't miss a day. You know, one day miss is the day you can't get back. Always, always look at the positive. You know, the glass is always half full. If you think positive and you look at the positive, you know you're you're only going to continue to get better. And it's being positive in every area. Is, is the secret you know it's the secret to life if you're negative about anything you're gonna fail no matter what it is you're not happy you want to be better but that's what you want in every aspect of life you want to better yourself in every way possible you know it all works hand in hand a lot of people realize when you help somebody else you're helping yourself and it feels good you know, and it just what comes around goes around. But the most important thing is life, in life, is to not give a shit what other people think. You know, that's the most important thing. And to have that kind of an attitude and mentality is rare. You know, people are always concerned about what other people think. Always, no matter who they are. It, it really doesn't matter what other people think. You know, it really doesn't matter. If you can have that kind of mentality, you'll get so much further and be so much happier in life. People don't like to think, they like to act. You know, they don't like to think and they don't have enough confidence in their decisions that they make on their own when they get advice from someone else that gives them more confidence to believe that that's going to work. We should always be trying, you know, to be better at every aspect in life. I mean, you know, are you a good husband? Are you a good wife? Are you a good son? You know, are you a good, you know, you know, Whatever it could be, you know, there's a million things in life that we are. We, I think we should constantly be trying to be better in every area. I kind of like to just, you know, relax, you know, enjoy life. And that's kind of what I do. Um, and being able to, to not stress and do what I want to do when I want to do it is just a great feeling. Whatever it takes to get you to try harder, read more, set your goals, and go for it. Here's the next attitude disease. Overcaution. Some people never will have much. They're too cautious. Now, you can also be too reckless, but you can also be too cautious. This is called the timid approach to life. And my caution was always the risk. Risk used to drive me right up the wall. I used to say, what if this happens? It's called the language of the poor. What if this happens? And on top of that, if this was to happen, look at the fix I'd be in. I better not try. I could always ace myself out. Then I'll tell you what changed my whole life when I finally discovered it's all risky. The minute you were born, it got risky. 
If you think trying is risky, wait till they hand you the bill for not trying. If you think investing is risky, wait till you get the tab for not investing. See, it's all risky. Getting married is risky. Having children is risky. Going into business is risky. Investing your money is risky. It's all risky. I'll tell you how risky life is. You're not going to get out alive. <laughs> that's risky. The Englishman says, well, if that's the way it's going to work out, let's give it a go. Right. That's what it's for. Give it a go. Somebody says, yeah, but I'm looking for safety and security. Fine, then huddle in a corner. We'll cover you with a sheet, bring you three meals a day. And we'll protect you, feed you, look after you, care for you. We won't let anything happen to you. And you'll probably live to be 100. The guy said, well, yeah, I'd live to be 100. But what a way to live. Right. What a way to live safe and secure. Don't ask for security. Ask for adventure. Better to live 30 years full of adventure than 100 years safe in the corner. And see, it's not important how long you live. What's important is how you live. Here's the next attitude disease. We're almost through with this motley list. In fact, we're almost through. Hang on. The next one is pessimism. Pessimism, the deadly disease of always looking on the bad side, the problem side, the difficult side, checking all the reasons why it can't be done. The poor pessimist leads an ugly life. He doesn't try to figure out what's right. He tries to figure out what's wrong. He doesn't look for virtue. He looks for faults. And when he finds them, he's delighted. How ugly. This is the poor guy looks through the window, doesn't see the sunset. He sees the specks on the window. <laughs> and this is the poor guy, right, who rushes up, takes such leave of his senses. This guy rushes up and he says, I've got five good reasons why it won't work. He's so dumb, he doesn't know. All he needs one. He's got five. <laughs> To the pessimist, the glass is always half empty. To the optimist, the glass is half full. Why would the same measure affect people two different ways? Answer, it all depends on how you look at it. Our lives are mostly affected by the way we think things are. Not the way they are. The way we think they are affects us most. There's a subject we don't have time to get into tonight called better thinking habits. One of the major things Shove taught me when I met him, he said, poor thinking habits keeps most people poor. Not poor working habits. Most people work hard, but they don't think hard. And Shove taught me that the mind is like a factory, a mental factory. And whatever you think about all day long pours ingredients into this mental factory. And that's what builds the economic, social, financial fabric of your life. He quoted me a Bible phrase that says, as you think, so you become. How awesome. When he talked about poor thinking habits, he had me. I used to start the day reading the morning newspaper. 
I mean, you can believe that or not. I'd get a cup of coffee and read the paper. I'd load up on wars and riots and murders and stabbings and killings and bank robberies and muggings and car wrecks and tragedies. I'd even read the back pages. I seem to like that stuff for some weird reason. I'd load up on all that, and then I'd start the day. You can imagine the kind of days I used to have. You walk around on your financial knees. They call you economic peewee. The guy says, I want to be a great leader. Wonderful. The first thing we do is follow him to his house. When we get there, we walk in and check his library, number one. Somebody says, well, why check his library? The reason is because what a man reads pours massive ingredients into his mental factory and the fabric of his life is built from those ingredients. You would not believe what some people have got in their house to read. You would not believe. One of the best dressed up words I know for a lot of it is trash. Can you imagine dumping a barrel of trash into this mental factory every day and coming out with a rich, dynamic, positive life? It can't be done. You might as well try making a cake with cement. The kids back in Danbury, Connecticut, high school, they're asking me questions one day. I'm talking to the kids. Kids got good questions these days. One of them said to me, Mr. Rohn, how do you build the good life? I said, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Here's how you build anything. Select the right ingredients, keep out the wrong ingredients, and it starts with thought. Everything starts with thought. So you must be wise and careful what you think about because that starts everything. You've got to be wise and careful. I asked the kids, what would happen if somebody dropped sugar in my coffee? They said, will you be okay? I said, what if somebody dropped strychnine in my coffee? They said, well, you'd be dead. I said, correct. Lesson one, life is both sugar and strychnine. You've got to be careful. I said, what if my worst enemy drops in the sugar? They said, will you be okay? I said, what if my best friend, even by accident, drops in the strychnine? They said, well, you'd be dead. I said, correct. Lesson two, watch your coffee. <laughs> You've got to be careful. See, it doesn't matter who hands you the bad stuff. It doesn't matter where you get the bad stuff. It'll still do its damage on your bank account. Wherever you get it. Mr. Shulk gave me one of the greatest phrases when I first met him when he said, Jim, every day stand guard at the door of your mind. How important. Stand guard at the door of your mind. And you decide what goes into your mental factory. Don't let anybody just dump anything they want to in your mental factory because you've got to live with the results. Okay, here's the last disease and we're through with this list. In fact, we're almost through. Hang on.
The last subject is very brief. The last disease, but this one is deadly. Engage in this one, indulge in it even slightly, and you might as well forget the future because it's going to forget you. Complaining, crying, whining, griping, a Bible word called murmuring. See, that'll ace your future. Spend five minutes complaining and you have wasted five. And you may have begun what's known as economic cancer of the bone. Surely they will soon haul you off into a financial desert and there let you choke on the dust of your own regret. I hope I said that well. So you won't forget. It's a deadly disease. If you don't think it's bad, ask the children of Israel of Old Testament fame. Typical of us all, their story just happened to get in the book. Story says, children of Israel were slaves. God performed a series of dazzling miracles and got them out. And now they're heading for the promised land. Remember the story? Heading for the promised land. Tragedy of the story? They never got there. Reason. From day one, they started to complain. They griped about the water. They griped about the weather. They whined and cried and griped about the food. They griped about the leadership. They whined and cried because it was too far, too cold, too hot, too difficult, too miserable. I mean, they whined and, whined and cried for years. Finally, God said, I've had it. Trip canceled. <laughs> or something like that. The story says they died in the desert, never got to the promised land. Which I think means two things. Indulge in this long enough, you get your future canceled. And I guess it also means even God himself can only take so much. Just be on the lookout of the things that can destroy all the good you start. The war is on. And this evening, tomorrow, mentally, personally, socially, economically, you've got to make sure you're winning the war.